At that time, Jesus appeared to the eleven as they were at table, and he abraded them with their incredulity and hardness of heart, because they did not believe them who had seen him after he was risen again. Notice what the gospel writer says here. Why it was that he abraded them? Because they did not believe. Because they did not believe. He did not abrade them because they had run away in the garden, that they had promised that they were going to be faithful to him, that even if all the others betray you, I will not betray you. He upbraided them for not believing his words. And we can see why today we celebrate the ascension. The ascension itself does not add any uh, glory to our Lord per se, except external glory. For he was already risen from the dead. He already had the glorified body. But there is a change of place, as St. Thomas points out. And this change of place gives great joy to the faithful. And it gives us three great things. Great increase in three virtues. That of faith, that of hope, and that of charity. In faith it gives us an increase because We no longer look at him just simply with human eyes, but our mind is raised up to heaven, remembering that he is both God and man, that he redeemed us, and that he will also come again and judge. This is why it is recorded in the gospel that he sits, because sitting is the position of judging. And so we see that by him being raised up, He gives us this opportunity for an increase in faith. He is no longer there to be seen with their eyes, but rather they have the eyes of faith to know what Christ has said. Our Lord himself said, Blessed are they who do not see and yet believe. And so he gives us this opportunity for great faith by departing from us. Yet he does not leave us alone as he promised. He will not leave us orphans. Rather, he sends the Holy Ghost into our hearts, that burning fire in our souls. And so this, by this we believe. We see before us our Lord present in the Blessed Sacrament. We see not with these human eyes, but we see with the eyes of faith. God having put that into our souls at the moment of our baptism. We see who is there present. In times past, in the synagogue, they used to have the, the sevenfold candle, and it's imitated many times by Jews today. The sevenfold candle, representing the, the, uh, the, the great candle that was held in the temple. Those prefiguring the seven spirits of the Holy Ghost that were come upon us, prefiguring the seven sacraments that were to be given to the church. And we can see even today, we honor that in very subtle ceremonies. For example, the candles that are there, how many do we see? Three on one side and three on the other. Where is the other one? It is interesting to note that when a bishop is saying Mass at a church, there is another candle present. And it's placed behind the crucifix, representing the physical presence of the bishop 
who in the most perfect manner represents Christ for his diocese. And so when he is present there in the church, that candle also is present. And so we extinguish the Paschal candle because our Lord took his physical presence away from us, but he left us something else, his true presence, body, blood, soul, and divinity in the Blessed Sacrament. And there is that seventh candle, Christ himself, the light of the world for us. And he leaves us so that we may believe that through meriting through faith, we may receive a greater prize in heaven. So faith, an increase in faith. A second reason he ascends into heaven is to give us greater hope. He said to his disciples, I go to prepare a place for you. And as he rose from the dead, something that nobody expected to happen, except for the Blessed Virgin Mary, as he rose from the dead and showing himself to be master over even death, the apostles can truly believe and know that he's good for his word, that where he is going, he is going to come back and bring his own with him. And so it gives us great hope when he says, I go to prepare a place for you, that he even now is preparing a place by raining forth grace upon our souls as he stands before the Heavenly Father in his human form, presenting his wounds. Look at the wounds. Have mercy on them, O Heavenly Father. He gives us great hope. Third, it gives us great charity. We see that we must love all the more God in himself. St. Leo says, By ascending into heaven, he did not abandon those who he adopted. But Christ's ascension, St. Thomas says, into heaven, whereby he withdrew his bodily presence from us, was more profitable for us than his bodily presence would have been. We have to love him now in an elevated sense. This is also why when our Lord is appearing and he is speaking to Mary Magdalene, he says, Do not touch me, for I have not ascended to the Father. Her love was still imperfect. She was still loving very much on a human, human terms. And he wanted to raise her love up to that supernatural, that pure supernatural love, love of God and love of neighbor for God's sake. And so he ascends into heaven to increase our faith that our hearts might follow where he's gone. Isn't it interesting that the sky is blue, that God created a blue sky? Because psychology, we see that blue has a way of of drawing one's attention, drawing one's heart. And so our Lord wants us to have our hearts drawn up to heaven, not on the things of the earth. And so he ascends into heaven so our hearts and our minds might follow him there. So on this day of ascension, let us raise our hearts and minds to our Lord who has gone to prepare a place for us. And let us unite our hearts with Holy Mother the Church and thanksgiving for this great joy with great hope that where Christ is gone, we too shall follow if we are faithful. The Immaculate Heart of Mary.